Welcome to the Parental Development Podcast. I'm Leah. And I'm Becca. And we're two sisters, one with kids. And one without. One with questions. And one with answers. One who's a licensed psychologist. And one who just wants everyone to hear what she has to say. We both have a heart to see parents succeed and kids thrive. In this podcast, we'll be discussing a variety of topics, all with the goal of promoting conversation and learning. Thanks for joining us. Let's chat. Hey, everyone. Here we are. Episode one. First (laughs) podcast. Um, Welcome. This has been a long time coming. And I don't know, I'm very nervous and excited all at the same time. So we wanted to start and just kind of talk a little bit about how we got here, why we decided to do this podcast, and kind of who we are a little bit. So as you heard in the intro, I'm Leah and I'm a <laughs> clinical psychologist. Um, I have two kids and professionally my area of expertise and kind of what I've always studied has been children and attachment and trauma. And so I have developed what I think, based on the conversations I've had with other people, a pretty unique uh, approach to parenting. And my parenting approach certainly has changed as I've had my kids and tried to, you know, not screw them up. Which is what has spawned this podcast, because I... Becca, do not have children, but have seen the transformation in Leah's parenting and has brought up a lot of questions, honestly, because it is, in a lot of ways, the complete opposite of the way that we were raised. So um, in seeing that and asking her questions repeatedly and us having at-length conversations about why she does some of the things that she does... We thought, might as well record it. Right. Because parenting is one of the hardest things you'll ever do in your life. Um, And I think some people might think it's strange to have um, two people doing parenting, a parenting podcast, and one person doesn't have kids. But we really view parenting really more as like a verb. And while Becca doesn't have her own children... She certainly impacts the lives of a lot of kids that are around her, her nieces and nephews, friends, kids. And so she also brings that unique perspective as far as um, getting a lot of different perspectives because of all the different people in her life who do have kids and who she has been able to see different parenting styles and As she said, we were raised very, very differently from how I approach parenting. And so being able to hear her perspective based on how we were raised has also been um, interesting and just kind of developing um, some of my own views about parenting. Right. And so when you look as parenting as a verb, how we have chosen to define it is anyone who helps to rear raise, nurture, or take care of children. And obviously that's going to run the gamut from parents to aunts to grandparents, uncles, friends, um, caregivers at work at a daycare or whatever. And so 
while I don't have kids of my own, I do know that it takes a village. And so if when you do, you know, if you're listening to this and you do have kids, I think everyone would be quick to recognize I can't do this by myself. And I do have to rely on a lot of other people that pour into my kids' lives. So that's why we chose to divine it that way. Um, And I think that that will be helpful in not only for me in thinking, okay, what do I even have to bring to the table as we have these conversations, but hopefully for those listening as well. Right. So a little bit just about kind of how my approach has evolved. We certainly were raised very traditionally in a very conservative home. There were seven of us kids, and so it was always a little chaotic and loud and lots of things going on. Um, Our dad was also a pastor, and so that, I think, added another element of kind of a Christian perspective of what kids should be and say and do and the role. And not say and and not not do. Right. Yep, that too. And then what authority means and what respect means and all that kind of stuff. So when I had kids, so now I have um, Lincoln, who's eight, and Sawyer, who's five. And when I had Lincoln, I remember really early on kind of adopting that more traditional parenting view. Um, And I remember very vividly the day that I thought, this ain't working. And I had been utilizing timeouts, which are completely fine, um, as a discipline strategy with Lincoln. And he was maybe, I don't know, 18 months or two years old. And I had tried to put him in a timeout. And in our house, that meant he had to sit on the steps. And if you know my kids at all, they are very strong-willed and they have a lot of thoughts about what happens to them. And so he didn't want to sit on the steps. And so he kept getting up and, you know, the way you do a timeout is you keep dragging them back to the spot. (laughs) And I remember, I don't know, the fourth time I was dragging him, literally picking him up, pulling him, trying to hold him down on the step thinking, A, I don't remember why he's in trouble. And so I'm pretty sure he can't because he's not even two. And this is not the relationship I want to have with my son of physically picking him up. This is just not how I want to do this. And so I had already professionally done a ton of work in the area of attachment and that kind of thing. And so I just started looking for different approaches and perspectives uh, for parenting that aligned more with kind of just how I view the world from an attachment perspective. Can I pause right now and ask you, because I think some people, I have personally read your dissertation, so I know what you mean when you say in relation to attachment, but I think some people, while there may, I think there is a shift towards more gentle parenting um, in our generation, I don't know that a lot of people know what that means and how that would tie together with what you're talking about. Oh, sure. That's fair. Because um, <clears throat> I do use a lot of psychobabble. At <laughs> so attachment, basically, I-, I prefer the word like attunement, which means just that, an attunement to your children. So attachment, 
as a like psychological topic, I guess, really just means the bond that forms between a child, an infant, and their caregiver. It's something that starts actually in utero, but certainly develops pretty significantly in the first two to three years of life. And um, I'm sure we'll talk about this lots and maybe do a whole episode just on attachment. But yes, because I could talk for days about attachment. But it's that relationship that forms between a child and their caregiver which is not a mom just relegated to relegated to physical emotional psychological like that's a whole person attachment yes okay yeah i think i think that's good to keep in mind as you move forward and talk about the rest of how you got to where you are in your parenting style is for people to know that it's based upon that whole person attachment goal and one of the best ways i can think for most parents i think to understand attachment in a very basic way it is for those of us who are attuned to our kids i can see my son when i pull up at school across the parking lot i can look at him and know something's not right Mm -hmm. there's something wrong with him he doesn't he's upset, he's sad, like something is not right. That requires an attunement Mm -hmm. for me to know that. And that's kind of a bigger example. But the same goes even at home of we're, we're so attuned and connected with one another that I, there's just like a, I see you, I hear you, I'm here with you kind of thing. And that's kind of how I view attachment. Okay. Moving on. I don't remember what I was saying <laughs> when you. I don't okay. either. Oh. Um, oh, the development of how I got here. Yes. <laughs> so the timeouts weren't going well. And so um, I really just started reading a lot. Um, I read a ton of like Janet Lansbury, um, Dan Siegel who's like my spirit animal, I'll read anything he and Tina Payne Bryson write. Um, So just looking, a lot of people call it responsive parenting, gentle parenting, that kind of thing. But for me, it was marrying how I want to parent my kids with what I know about attachment, neurobiology, Um, And all of those things that are really impacted by my education and my experience and my um, area of expertise. Which I think will be helpful, obviously, because not everyone has that background, has that education, has that skill set to know how to marry the two together. And so that's another goal I think that we both have for the podcast is to be a resource for parents um, to pull from free therapy. We're giving free therapy is what we're doing. (laughs) Right. Uh, Some people come to me and pay me monies to to have these conversations and to give them these uh, tips and tricks. So I do think it's important to say I recognize that I am on like the far end of the spectrum as far as my beliefs and approach. I I know that it is 
very non-traditional, that it flies in the face really of what we've always thought about kids and behavior and discipline and relationships and all that stuff. So I know this kind of approach stretches and challenges the the healthiest of adults because um, it's hard, it's super hard. Um, that being said, I am absolutely not in the place where I believe my approach is right and everyone else's is wrong. I do think there are some aspects of parenting that really should go the way of the dinosaur. Like we have research and data and tons of information to tell us that that's not really an effective parenting strategy. Um, But apart from some of those things, I don't think I'm right and everybody else is wrong. Mine is just different. Um, And I don't know how it's going to work when they're 18. I don't know if it's going to be like the best thing. Um, We're just taking a chance. It feels better to me than traditional parenting. And I like what I'm starting to see in my kids as far as their emotional development and their ability to communicate and think critically and that kind of stuff. But um, this certainly is not meant to like shame anyone or make anyone feel like they're doing it so wrong and everybody is just going to screw up your kids if you don't do exactly what I say. Yeah. And I, again, to reiterate that our purpose in having these conversations and recording them for other people to listen to is not to shame. I think there's enough shaming that goes on just in general in the world, but specifically in parenting. And that's not our goal. It it is again, I, I want it to be a resource because as you know, Lee and I have both talked about like some of the things that she does and some of the things that she says as far as why she parents, I literally have a visceral reaction because it flies so hard in the face of how we were raised. And so I know that you'll experience that. um, Other people experience that because it is so different. Um, Different is not always better. Different is not always wrong or right. Um, But I think having an open dialogue and conversation about potentially different um, approaches can only help and benefit um, caregivers and parents. Right. And at the end of the day, the the ultimate goal is to just feel good about our relationships with our kids. That's my ultimate goal is to feel like I'm raising them in a way that they're going to turn out to be good adults. Yeah. Um, And I think often – we think the skills are just going to come when they're adults. And I right. believe that a lot of what we do when they're young teaches those skills, that you should start teaching critical thinking skills when they're two and um, compromise and communication, all those things. So it it really is just to feel good that I feel like I have a good relationship with my kids, that they are healthy and um, happy and doing the best they can to kind of make it through because isn't that what we're all trying to do survive survive the day keep them alive survive (laughs) the day it's my approach to parenting so I think this will wrap up our first episode we just kind of wanted to give you a taste of what we're talking about what the um approach is going to be kind of why we're here and just give you a little intro and then 
the next episodes, we'll kind of dive in a little bit deeper about where we're going. Yeah. So hopefully everyone's still there that started, that you didn't turn it off halfway through. Appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Mom. Uh, but anyway, we appreciate everybody listening. And again, our goal is to better equip parents to raise good humans and be right. encouraged in what you're doing. Because again, there's no right or wrong. I know every parent is literally just trying to survive the day. And like Leah says, keep the kids alive. Thanks for listening. And I guess we will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Parental Development. If you found this helpful at all, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you choose to stream. And if you have questions that you'd like answered on the show, email info at parentaldevelopment.com. We'd love to hear from you to know that someone else is actually listening. And remember, we're all doing the best we can in this parenting thing. So survive the day and keep the kids alive. See you next time.